because Josh Klingler is sitting and waiting for us, and it's more important that we sorry, get him Josh. on. He's way more important. Morning host, 610 story. Sports Radio in Kansas City and Odyssey Station, also sideline reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. Uh, you should be used to this, right? Talking about a team in the Super Bowl and AFC I, Championship games year after year after year. Does it get old for you at all? You, you tired of this yet? Because no. you know, other teams could use some success too now. Yeah, I know. It's getting kind of greedy. We're getting kind of really kind of high and mighty around here. Five straight <laughs> AFC Championship games at home, uh, three of the last five years in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it, it's getting a little bit greedy. And also, you know, trying to you know stack Mahomes Super Bowls and, you know, pie in the sky thinking that maybe he could chase down Brady at some point. So yeah, it's getting a little it's getting a little arrogant around here, but it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. But everybody's yeah, the bar is pretty high right now because uh nothing less than, you know, a, at least an AFC championship game appearance seems to be uh quite proper right now. You know, I was looking at the McKinnon props because obviously he's being used as a pass protector with Mahomes dealing with that injury. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gets activated today. What kind of role do you think he plays in the Super Bowl? Like, is he going to get some touches? Is this just because of the Hardman injury that you bring somebody back up? Or do you think he's going to be a part of the game plan here? Well, it's interesting because he's been out so long that it's it's hard to predict, you know, whether or not they throw him back in the mix. I, I guess if he's healthy, maybe he's like a, a nice little added feature. But you've had a one-two punch with Isaiah Pacheco and uh, Jerick McKinnon, as you mentioned. And then if they needed a, just a little, you know, couple carries here and there, it's been Ronald Jones. And so the, the two running back approach has worked very well and doesn't seem to be a really a role for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, although he did find the end zone quite a bit early in the season. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Love, look, Andy Reed loves to have as many toys as possible in that offensive uh, tool belt. So um, I wouldn't be surprised they find a way to, to factor him in. I don't know if you can count on it. This team's pretty much a fantasy nightmare all the time for anybody because you just don't know where the ball's going any particular week. And um that, you know, finding what eleven different players for for touchdown receptions, and they've had eight different rushing guys. So you never know, but uh, yeah, he'll he'll be just just rubbing his hands together with a with another opportunity to get someone else in that offense. Now, Pat Mahomes' injury. I, I just wanted to get your thoughts, John, on just how different this injury is versus the injury that he had and and the issues that he had with that foot against Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Well, he, he faked it well, certainly, uh, last week. He was, he was pretty hurt. You know, this was a, a less a foot was the last time. This was high ankle, so a little bit different in that regard. More probably of a, a pain threshold than anything else with this one. Before, it did require surgery in the offseason. So completely kind of different injuries. But he, he masked it well the last time. I think the, the extra week will probably help him in that regard, in, uh, in addition to a number of Chiefs trying to get healthy here. So I don't think it'll be much of a factor, and he won't let it be. That's, that's the biggest thing. He's pretty stubborn in a number of ways in a positive manner. Uh, so he's pretty stubborn about the uh, – the injury and won't let it hamper him but he definitely wasn't 100 percent in the uh the afc championship game probably not gonna be 100 percent for sure in the in the super bowl either but i think it'll be a, a lot more healthy and, and it doesn't seem to really uh phase him as well that maybe takes a little bit away from his ability to use his feet to to run the football and get himself out of some trouble uh when that uh, when that blitz comes or when the pressure comes so that could be a factor if he's not as mobile obviously we know philadelphia does a heck of a job sacking the quarterback and so uh if he's any less mobile than he was in the afc championship game that could be a problem i gotta imagine he's going to be uh, more mobile than he was even in that game just a week plus ago yeah that's why i was going to ask you because you see hassan reddick and and really that Tampa game got out of hand, and that I think is the one question mark that we have for this matchup is how is that Philly pass rush going to do against 
a sort of hobble Mahomes. Like, you don't see this matchup really being as much of a factor as it was in that other Super Bowl where they got blown out. No, because their offensive line was in such shambles in that one. Uh, they've had this offensive line together the entire season. Now, have they been a little susceptible on the edges? I think so. I think uh, Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley probably been the weakest links of this offensive line on the outside. So if uh, Philadelphia can get, can create pressure on the outside and, and get around those tackles, it's going to be a big game for the two tackles protecting Patrick Mahomes. His ability, though, to get out of trouble – um, with his feet. He's not a runner, but he gets out of trouble so well with his feet, and that was definitely impacted in the AFC Championship game. So, yeah, if he's, again, uh, not uh, anywhere, you know, if he's not 100% and can't get away from, from trouble, you could have some success, obviously, getting around, especially the edges. Talking to Josh Klingler, BetMGM tonight. Uh, the total's at 50.5 right now over at BetMGM. I mean, you see these two offenses clearly with what the Eagles have done, and we know the Chiefs' offense has been potent for years, not even just this season. So most people would sit here and say, okay, probably a higher-scoring game. I like the over in this game. I, I think both of these offenses have the opportunity to light up this field uh, this Sunday. Where are you in terms of just the way this game is expected to look? Well, I think both defenses are going to be mad that everybody thinks that the both offenses are going to score, right? And so, uh, yeah. but I think I think Philadelphia's defense is getting a lot of questions. Did they play enough people? I don't know. Their numbers are great. You know, I, I don't know how you can have four double-digit sack guys and say, well, they haven't played anybody. I, I, that four double-digit sack guys is is pretty impressive. They're number one against the pass, although we've seen uh, teams uh, be number one against the Chiefs who are going to score the football. I mean, there's no doubt they're going to score the football. I mean, I, I would guess I'd probably be on the side of the over, but not by much. I don't really see this game being in the upper 30s necessarily, but you know, maybe the first team to the early 30s might have the best chance in this one. But I think both defenses will have a say in it. Uh, the Chiefs uh, – to a certain extent, love the chip on the shoulder defensively that, that no one really pays attention to them. I mean, it's it's the bright, glossy lights on this offense all the time, and that tends to bring the best out of this Chiefs defense. And so uh, if they can stop the run, which will be a difficult task, uh, you know, I think that they're going to have some say in how this game goes as well. Josh, do you think, especially if the Chiefs win this game, that Eric Bieniemy maybe goes, I don't know, I've saw, we've, we've seen the rumors, maybe the commanders, maybe goes elsewhere to call plays to try to get that head coaching gig? Because I guess the only knock now for him would be Andy Reid calls the play, so maybe he needs to go out on his own and show that he could do it. It is a terribly bizarre dynamic, is it not? I mean, uh, yeah. uh, successful offensive coordinator on a successful offense, seemingly overshadowed by the, uh, by the head coach. And so I feel like that that's almost the – uh, maybe the last resort because he's he's talked to just about every team. Um, yeah. I think it's still a big question mark as to why nobody has hired him. No one's given him a chance to try to uh, to run a team. Also, I think calling plays uh, doesn't necessitate being a good head coach in any way, shape, or form to me. So that's always been baffling as well. I'm looking for a leader of men uh, for a, for a football team, right? And so Eric Bieniemy's got all those skills to to do that. I don't care if he's calling plays or not. So it's been really baffling as to why he's not gotten a chance to be uh, a head coach, but he will be out of contract after the Super Bowl. Um, Matt Nagy is on this staff as well, the former Bears head coach, and was also the offensive coordinator prior to Eric Bieniemy here in Kansas City. And so he seems to be kind of the uh, the heir apparent and, uh, and, and could be a guy that could be, uh, you know, long-term head coach 
possibly after Andy Reid as well. And so it feels like that they've been they've been waiting for, I guess, Eric Bieniemy to kind of graduate to get that head coaching job. It just hasn't come to fruition, which has been extremely bizarre. So if he's still looking at, at, at a way to get another avenue into being a head coach, maybe it is being an offensive coordinator somewhere else. Uh, but again, him being out of contract is an interesting dynamic as well for this uh, this team. They don't have to bring him back because uh, contractually he uh, he may be looking elsewhere. Josh, I was going to ask you about Kenneth Gainwell, but I have to follow up on this Matt Nagy thing. What do you feel personally about the possibility of him being the heir apparent to Andy Reid? Because it was in, it was just such a disaster his last go around. Yeah, it it was. Uh, he is uh, was college teammates with the general manager Brett Veach. They were the quarterback wide receiver combination at Delaware. They've known each other since uh, since college. Um, obviously, Andy Reid has a lot of trust in him as well to bring him back on a couple of occasions. And if you connect the dots, um, we think Brett Veach will be here after Andy Reid decides to ever retire. And not that you can have a coach in waiting per se, because that, that's a silly notion. And then obviously, you don't know how long, and no one's trying to push Andy Reid out the door anytime soon. Uh, but it's it'd be very likely, I think, that he would get his second chance in uh, Kansas City, uh, based on you know a uh, very wow. strong relationship with the GM. Wow! Surprised? I'm ba- yeah. yeah, I'm baffled. I'm absolutely <laughs> baffled. That's just like that has just gone very much under the radar because it's a future you problem, Mahomes right? Loves them. But it yeah. is, but it is a a potential future you problem that I could see. Like I just. I, me personally, not a huge fan of Matt Nagy, given how things went down the last time around. But you know, hey, again, yeah, you're not the one hiring. I I'm guess, not. So. It's not. My, <laughs> it's not really up to me. Yeah, Josh, what's and I am projecting out the future. Obviously, we're talking about the quarter, the quarterback coach currently, right? So it's 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 a yeah, couple yeah. steps removed from from that. But um, if you read right. the tea leaves, I think uh, there's a there's a pretty good shot that he might get his second chance here. Uh, me, Nick and I, we're pretty heavy on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, yep. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes, especially as an underdog. You know, when this gets released, he was a one-and-a-half-point dog. I uh, thought there was a chance we might get to three, but that's not going to be the case. Uh, what do you think happens in this game? Like, what concerns you most about the Eagles? Is it that pass rush and that offensive line? What what scares you the most heading into this one? Yeah, I think it is the pass rush and whether or not the, the, the tackles can hold up. I think that they they had some issues early in the season, and and uh, certainly, you know, they are the uh, the, the biggest – the interior of the line, I think, everybody's kind of fine with. Um, Orlando Brown's had a kind of up and down on the edge at that left tackle position. Uh, Andrew Wiley is has done all he can on the uh, the right tackle spot, but if they don't hold – um, that's that's the trouble spot to, to me. I think the Chiefs will still score points. I still think that they'll be able to work around some things, but uh, can you hold up under the uh, the pass rush of the Eagles seems to be, to me, the, the biggest challenge. And then on the flip side, it's it's can the uh, Chiefs defense, I think, stop the uh, the run game of the uh, the Eagles. I think when they when they focus in on stopping the run first, they've been pretty successful, but they they've been leaky at times against the uh, against the run. And so, I think if if Philadelphia establishes the run game early, that's going to be a good news for themselves and if they can get after uh, Patrick Mahomes or at least make him uh, uncomfortable on that uh, whatever percentage again high ankle sprain, uh, that'll be the best uh, position for success for the Eagles. Josh, everybody loves props for the Super Bowl, and there's obviously a long list of really wild ones you can have. But then, of course, there's the standard ones, passing yards, receiving yards, all those types of things. I'm all in on Travis Kelsey. I know it's square, but like I'm all in on Travis Kelsey having a big game. I like the over on his, pass, or his receiving yards. I think he scores a touchdown. But besides Travis Kelsey, who are some players or one player that you think we should look at that could be in for a big game with the Chiefs taking Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes off that list? There's a weird one I have, and again, it's it's a it's a it's a low, 
um, a low probability but a high upside like that. Mm-hmm. Sky Moore, their rookie wide receiver, went the entire yeah. season without a touchdown. And as much as they've spread the football around to people, um, he ran a lot of jet sweeps early in the season. Um, he's been a pretty decent factor in the in the game. I just have some strange feeling he's going to get a touch in the in the uh, in the uh, Super Bowl to have his first NFL touchdown. It's like a weird one, right? Um, he and Jody Fortson, the the second tight end, um, he's always finding his way into the end zone. I don't know what's in their bag of tricks, but um, offensively they never play kind of straight ahead, straight forward, especially in a game of this magnitude. And so I'd be looking for those those weird. Uh, those weird ones. I don't know. For some reason, I like any time, like any time Sky Moore, and no one would, ben no one plays. would have that on their radar. Right? Okay, that like literally to going. Chris is going to bet it right now. Bet plays. So bet I think plays. And Sky Moore. Bet plays. Yeah. I like no. So those those are the weird ones. I don't have any inside knowledge on that one. I'm just saying, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they love kind of isolating those people you aren't expecting. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I, I was surprised when the final stats were done this year and I saw there was no Sky Moore touchdown. I'm like, well, that they got to get him one before the year's over. Everybody else has got one. Oh, we only got about, yeah, we only got about 60 seconds. Who would you, who would be your uh, pick for Super Bowl MVP? Would you go with Mahomes because he's the quarterback and he's playing on one leg or maybe a, take a shot with Kelsey at eight to one in the uh, Kelsey bowl. Yeah. I mean, their last Super Bowl, I, I, I voted for Damian Williams, the running back and I, Mahomes ran away with the thing. Like, I don't think you could grow anywhere other than Mahomes uh, because if Travis Kelsey has a big game, he's getting fed by Mahomes. So uh, I think it's, it's one of the two quarterbacks. It's, it shouldn't be that way, but your best, your best bet, right. For an MVP is one of the QBs. Yeah. I mean, when, honestly, when you just go back on the history of it, it's like, it, it's hard to bet for anybody else, but you never know. We've seen it yeah. occasionally. Josh <laughs> Klingler, 610 sports radio in Kansas city. Just, just talking about winners year after year after year. Must be nice. Thanks yeah, for coming on very jealous. That Mahomes guy's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, I'll tell you this. Yeah, appreciate it, Josh. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would just love to like cover one good team. You know, when it comes to like football. Yeah, from I still think about when yeah. uh, when Lee Steinberg offered him to us uh, right before he was drafted, and we said no. Yeah, I think we're gonna pass on this. Yeah. Patrick yeah so it turns out that I, it's funny going back and looking at the uh, like the scouting report for Mahomes too. Or even just, like, once they drafted him, how people felt about the pick. Oh, he's raw. I don't know if he's ever going to make it work. Oh, yeah, he's made it work. It's worked out just, just fine.